go. Let's, Let's go. go. Welcome to the best podcast in the whole internet, House of Phoenix Suns. Brian, it's been so long. I know I say this every single episode, but it's been six months. The Suns have been in a whole story and a whole different scenario, but how you doing, man? New year, 2020, and we're start to roll. I'm good. I know I've I've been wanting to get this thing back up and running again. I have a lot to say. I, I don't really put my opinion out on the Instagram page. I want to save my opinion more for the podcast so I have more time to talk about it and not just write about it. So I'm glad I'm glad we're back back on this. It, it's been so long that you're a grown man right now. Yeah, I'm 20 now. <laughs> you're 20? That's it? Hey, for people that don't know me, I'm turning 30 years this this year, but which is okay. I mean, what is impressive is we have 10-year difference, and, and it's just like a connection of forever. But it's kind of important, this episode. I don't want to like sound like I'm not motivated. I am. It's just... You are going to start to think about a lot of stuff because we're focused on trades. And before we start with all those things, I want you, Ryan, to tell people how we are doing right now, how the Suns are dealing with the new acquisitions, the stuff that we haven't talked, and what what it goes. How is the season? I'll give a a little recap of the season, if that's what it is. So we started off the season, like, fantastic. We were 5-2. and DeAndre Ayton obviously got suspended out of the first game, which kind of set that us back. That was some I know. Man. That was some Yeah. And we kind of, like, that kind of ruined our, our season a little bit. But um, Aaron Baines filled in for the first, like, seven games really well. He did really well. And then we went on, like, an eight-game losing streak, and everything was just kind of falling apart. And it just it's hard to get back to that form that we were in before. But that's kind of what we need to get to. You know what is crazy? It's been a great season, but it has those gaps that we are thinking about. All right, we're the Suns that is being the same thing for the past decade. But then Devin Booker came up, or Ricky Rubio, or huh, Sarich, or yeah. <laughs> I don't know, Kim Johnson, and any the, other. And the guy right. who actually surprised me a lot was Frank Kaminsky. Like he was actually a big part of our success and then recently he got injured so now our bench has like no scoring because frank kaminsky's out i know it, yeah, it sounds crazy it, but it's true it's been that crazy season when when you start to see at the media that for a certain part we were kind of looking for playoff and yeah. we still like if you look at the eighth seed in the nba the difference is 0.5 or max two games behind so we're still there it's just about time and the grizzlies are kind of taking it off a little bit like they're separating themselves as of right now we are in 11th and we are two and a half games back behind memphis so it's not that crazy that the team or the player that we should have right now in our roster that is john moran it's currently fighting for a playoff spot and Life is so good, but sometimes it's just unfair. I know. It, it's exciting to watch him play, but it's also sad to watch him play because I'm like, why is he not doing that for us? And I'm going to ask you, like, uh, are you satisfied with all this 
ats that we had this season, especially with Monty Williams as the coach. Don't forget about it. We got Igor Kokoskov last season, and Monty is a young guy. He's been around the league for several years. It doesn't look like, but he's smart. He think about everything. Actually, something that I really like is when the uh, the Suns Instagram, they always post the uh, post-game talk. I mean, I know it's short, but he takes those notes and talk about what we, we what we did good, what we did wrong, and he's a teacher, he's a mentor, and, and that's perfect for how is the Suns right now that we're still young, but we're adding experience every year. Yeah, I, I really like Monty Williams. Obviously, it's going to take some time for him to get all of his philosophies across and get the players he wants, but even if we ended the season losing like almost every game from here on out i would still say monty williams is still the coach that we we need for the for the rest like for the five years that he's going to be here because he's changed a lot like everyone seems to respect him i respect him just the things he says in like press conferences and stuff so he's definitely gaining respect he already has respect around the league and he's gaining respect from the players and it's a lot different than what we've had before The thing is, when you are a coach for any team, any sport, you need to know what you need to do. And he's very clear of what his his job with the Suns organization, and that is great. And for Monty, I mean, when you want to change the culture, the first thing that you need to choose is being stable. And the Suns haven't been in like that in years. And... I don't care if Monty finished with a good record or or bad. It's just keep him because if yeah, we keep I doing know. changes, we're never going to be I know. stable ever. And but it, talking about more of the players like Sarish, like Baines, like Rubio, which one you like the most so far? Uh, the guy I like the most. Well, Frank, it was the biggest surprise as I mentioned earlier. So I won't say he's the most. He's the most surprising, but he's not like my favorite. My favorite? Mm, that's tough. Because there's a lot of a lot of guys we added to the team. Javon Carter, I like his energy. I really like what he brings. Um, I, I sometimes really like Ricky Rubio. Other times, I really hate him. He just makes me so angry. He so that means that means no one is being consistent. Yes, and no one is my favorite. Really, I don't have a favorite new acquisition. I do have. Who is it? Uh, is Ricky Rubio. Okay. Uh, it's, it's important to have a point guard that likes to organize the game, to tell the guys this is what we're going to do. Of course, I get pissed and when I see a three, four games really good from him and then, oh, he's injured. But yeah. that means the backups are not we, enough yeah, that's, for uh, his job. Yeah. So it, it, he's, he's getting a lot of load, a lot of work, a lot of pressure on him. And that's why he gets injured because at this stage of his career, he's almost 30 years old. He's the best player or the best point guard in Spain right now, the big, big country. In and he just, had, he just had his first kid. Yeah, and uh, it, exactly. Papa Rubio, that's what I'm saying all the time. Like right now he has another motivation, which is good. But what I'm saying is he's been a bench player his career in the NBA. Yeah. And now with the Suns, he's a starter. So he's getting used to be a starter in the NBA. Mm-hmm. It's not late. It's just he needs more work, understanding what he got in the team, and don't make stupid changes. Just add 
Oh, yeah. Some value. And going into that, so in your opinion, Carlos, what do you think the changes we should do before the trade deadline? Like this episode is about the trades. So let's get into what trades you want to see and what trades you think could happen. And then I'll talk about what I think. Well, I was really surprised with Saric at the start of the season. But mm-hmm. once the season went went through, he's been off. Yeah. And he's been and making one me mad. Him, yeah, and, and I think it's we don't have the good depth to rest him and and make him work. But yeah. because if you think, all right, Aaron Baines and Sarich have been good with the Suns, but their whole career they're being role players. So you don't want them to have the pressure of a starter because they haven't been there. Yeah, I agree. we need a good power forward that give experience and more maturity to DeAndre Ayton, our center, that I always said that he's out of shape. But it's understandable. He was half of the season off. I know. And now he's trying, he's trying to get used to Oh, yeah. no, he can't defend. Of course he can't defend. He needs to be fit. And once he gets fit, all right, let, let's talk about him. But talking about the trade, the power forward is really important. But mm-hmm. it's not the strong power forward on paint. I want someone similar to Saric. Yeah. That he can be mobile, shoot the three, get back, defend, exactly. get a rebound. But so, just not Dario Saric. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's why a lot of rumors about Gallinari. He's a small forward, but he can work as a power forward, and he's mobile. So yeah. that could help the team. But you never know. You you got mm-hmm. so many situations around. You got Aiton back. You got Aaron Baines coming off. Get back. And then you got Kelly Oubre. That is amazing. He have those nights scoring more than 25 points. His energy is incredible. I love him. He got attitude. He got something. He, he is a character. Something that you need on a team. But we need to be consistent and mm-hmm. how we we keep the same way is getting experienced player that costs money. Yeah. And that's the thing. So obviously the big like trade options that have been rumored are like Danilo Gallinari, which is kind of like the fit that you said with a guy that can shoot the three and like spread the floor open for Aiton. And that's somebody who I want is so when Aaron Baines plays with DeAndre, he can spread the floor which is nice. So it allows Aiton to like just do his thing in the paint. And Gallinari is just better than Aaron Baines. He is a 20 point per game scorer almost. So he can shoot the three really well. He's not a bad defender. Then another, but I, I will actually, I will ask you this. Yeah. Um, all the Suns has been, all the Suns fans are being asking about another power forward. Exactly. But why do you think we really need, um, I think maybe he's not a power it, forward. Maybe a, he's a backup point yeah, guard that can continue the same thing, yeah. or what? Like, what's a backup on? point guard is very important too, because when Ricky Rubio and Devin Booker are both off the court, there's no the offense is so stagnant. Like, there's no movement. There's not. Yeah. There's nothing anyone can do. Yes. So if we could, this is what I want. If we could fuse together Javon Carter and Elliot Kobo into one point guard, and anti drone even. We put all three of them into one point guard. That would be the perfect backup point guard. <laughs> it's just That's too true. bad we can't I do think, that. I think, I think what we need is to set up the starting five. It's almost there. It's Aiden, yeah. a power forward, whoever it is, Kelly Oubre, yeah. um, Devin Booker, and Rubio. Exactly. Years ago, we were just trying. Like I remember those days with Jay Triano and 
Oh my God! So it, it's kind of crazy. Uh, Earl Watson and yeah. we were just trying, like putting people over there, and we're almost set up. After we get that, we can think about how is the backup core because we got some talent. Like yeah. Cole Bridges has been amazing. Yeah. I don't want to trade no, him any day. I don't either. And because that's another thing, we can is talk about power. We we need to make a trade, but like all the Suns fans want to trade. But there's nothing we want to really give up. We don't want to give up anybody, <laughs> but yep. we have to do Is it. Is there another rumors that I mean? I know a lot of people have been sending trading, like trade questions and all that kind yeah. of stuff. But is there any other rumors? I mean, Kevin Love, Kevin Love also. But the thing is, like, he's a really good player. He fits into that thing stretch stretch four. But he's old. He's on a like a three year deal worth ninety million dollars. So he's going to be expensive. The Cavs want a first-round pick in return, so it's just going to be. I, I want to stay away from Kevin Love. Well, my thing, my thing is, I'm going to ask you, what is the Suns' goal? Like, what is the goal? Like, getting to the playoffs, uh, winning a championship. I think having a better record because when you have someone that has been around the league for so many years, like Kevin Love, he's 31 now. He's just. One year older than me, so you're telling me I'm old? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> it is just, hey, um, people need to know these details. Uh, Kevin Love right now, it's $28 million yes, exactly. salary. Next year is going to be 31, and the year after is 31 too. But in 2022, it's going to go down to 28. This is a salary cap league, and the players that we got, there might not have the experience as Kevin Love, but we need to make more space on that. That's why we trade Josh Jackson. That's why we took off TJ yeah, Warren. And we bring Tyler Johnson. And we didn't he was sign good, but Dragon he's Bender. Yeah, which is fine. A lot of people have been thinking, oh, trade guards. They already got Exxon. They got Sexton. They got Garland. So they don't need yeah. more guards. So they need big men, too. <laughs> we, we, they need yeah. big men. And we can say, oh, let's get Tristan Thompson. So we, He's playing great. But he wouldn't, He's playing amazing. He wouldn't fit with DeAndre. I don't know. So I think the guy that needs to go is DeAndre. <sighs> so if you if you want to be open to to do different things, you have <laughs> to take risks. And, and I'm going to ask you, I know, would you trade first for Kevin Love? A first-round pick. You want him? Like you want him? Do you really want I him? I mean, I don't want him that I mean, you much. You say no. I but don't want him that much. You don't want him? I don't want him. It's been a rumor for the past three yeah, years. I mean, he, and it's Kevin not that Love, he's bad. Kevin, yeah, I mean, Kevin Love deserves to be in a winning team. That's, that's the truth. And, yeah, I feel like I feel if he goes to, like, Portland, Lakers, Boston, even Miami will be great. But for us, it's a waste of time unless we have a winning team. I know. And it, the thing with Kevin Love also is that sometimes he has, like, these emotional breakdowns, which is fine. It's just it's another thing, like, I just don't want – to have him have that with us yeah, when we're he, not winning. I mean, we are a young team, so that means he's going to repeat the same mm-hmm. things all over again. Like, how are you going to handle a guy that is earning a lot of money, he already won a championship, and bringing him to the middle to the desert to work out with guys that we're putting the name exactly. up, we're, like Devin Booker over a... We aren't that Cavs. different from the Cavs, if you think about it. Like, we are obviously better than the Cavs. It's just our rosters are filled out pretty much the same like we're both young teams so it's very difficult for for kevin love to go from one young team to another and if we're not winning then he's just gonna lose it 
And now that we talk about Aiton, and it's being a lot. It's being a lot, tra trading him or something like that. He, he was off against the Hawks. Then he came against the Knicks, and uh, my cousin went to the game with a friend uh -huh. that both obviously are Suns fans. Oh, yeah, and they were saying about DeAndre, he finished with 26 points yeah, and 21 that game rebounds, he was a but, beast. Yeah, in numbers. But if you talk about, like, how is the game, he didn't set any screen. He didn't get rebounds. He didn't well, get, he didn't get rebounds. He got 21 rebounds. I know, but it's how you get it. Like, you can get, like, Westbrook, when it wasn't OKC, like, pushing their teammates well, yeah. to get rebounds. I understand but, that. It's but we won the game, it. too. We won. We won. We won. But what I'm saying is you're beating a bad team. But when you're beating good teams, you need to do extra stuff than looking for numbers. I don't, so I'm, are you, I'm, not, against, I'm not against Aiton. I love him. I think he's just immature. He needs to get that. But some stuff, come on, man. You are an athlete and you have this certain skills. Yes. But it's kind of hard to learn those things when you are pro. Like right now we can say he can defend. He's not even scary at the paint. Do you think he can learn that? I do think he can. And it, I think he already knows it. It's just a matter of the effort like he's already a good defender he just doesn't always put in the effort to be a good defender so it's not like i know i know i i agree i love agent don't get of me course. wrong he just need energy and he brought he that against need, the knicks he just need and you're still hating on him he needs to <laughs> that's what i'm saying i don't know someone someone like Uh, Baines is Australian. He don't know. He needs another guy like him. Like that's why I got pissed when we got rid of Chandler. I know it was a waste of contract, but he is experienced, and well, it was going to help him to develop. But at the same time, he can play. I mean, we can see him at the Rockets. He barely played. He went to the yeah, Lakers. Yeah. He, he he's just. I mean, he's done now. But what I'm saying, Aiton needs competition. So the trade for the power forward should be an aggressive guy. Like, I don't it's think a lot of money, but like Julius Randle or something like well, that. Well, there was a fight with Julius Randle on the Knicks when we played against him. But um, <laughs> the thing is... That's what I'm saying. The thing is, is I don't think they will ever... They, sorry. I don't think there will ever be like competition for DeAndre just because... Obviously, Aaron Baines provided some competition this season, but we are always going to pick potential over, like, how you know, good someone you know, is. You know who we need? You know who we need? Bobby Portis. <sighs> no. We need some punch on the face. <laughs> we need some punch on the face. Like, right. wake up, bro. So, like, wake here's up. Here's the last question before we move to Instagram questions uh -huh. that I have for you. Mm -hmm. If you could trade for one player, realistic, of course, realistic, who would it be? Carl Anthony Towns. I don't think that's very I'll realistic. Give everything. If I'm being I'll honest give with you. everything. I'll give everything. His contract is big, but he's 24. But so he still got another 10 years in the league. He's already an All Star. He is friend of Devin Booker, which is good. And I'm not thinking about D'Angelo because I love Rubio, and I'd rather to have him over D'Angelo for at least two or three more years. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, I'm, so, I'm not saying I don't so want to So we would have to trade Aiden, really Mikhail, uh, some picks. 
I'll do it. Cam Johnson. I'll do it. Jesus. Are we winning? Are we winning with Aiton McCall and Cam Johnson? And we're winning picks? more than than nope. last year. That is true. But do you think we we could win with Carl Towns? Uh, yeah, I do. But I think I think let, I, this, only, is my, this is my opinion. I feel like Andrew Wiggins is awful to <laughs> to. And he is awful to push him to try to get a championship. I think he, he, if he have another role, he will be perfect. Like right now, he's to, in Toronto. I know he's Canadian, but Toronto is in a great position to give him the opportunity to do what he he can do. But don't sign him to think about, I'm going to win the NBA championship with Andrew Wiggins. Same as Jabari Parker. That's why he's doing nothing with Atlanta. But Carl Anthony Towns is the player to get. That's why the Warriors want him. That's why a lot of teams will try to purchase him and try to take advantage of bad franchises like Minnesota. Okay. Minnesota has never been good. I mean, it's never been good. So all these teams like us right now are the franchise franchises that develop players to then let them go and get the money in another in another team and win the championship, which is sad. I know, I know. It is what it is, but but who you want? Who you want to trade? I want Danilo Gallinari. We won't have to give up as much. No, that's the, that. That's the trade you want. Like that's that it. That is what OKC I want. have like three hundred first round pick right now. They don't need any more. So we don't give them a pick. We give them Sarge and Michael Bridges. They're gonna have for Michael Bridges. Yeah, I know. I'm telling you. I, I understand, but Carl Anthony Towns. He is. In a similar situation as Devin Booker, they're both very talented, but they've never won. So what makes you think that they can win together with no I, with I no know. supporting cast? Because we traded them all away. I mean, I like him. I mean, I, I told you before, Danilo Gallinari is my favorite player I know. in the NBA. He's so good. And he's underrated. Have it, he is good. It's just he's he haven't been he haven't been healthy. I know. And then do you don't want another like like some guys saying that we need Blake Griffin. He's injured now. Maybe rest of the season. Why we need that guy? And by the way, you said Kevin Love is old. Daniel Gallinari is the same but age. Listen, he's on a 31. one year deal. One 31. year. So we need to trade Sarich. That's it. That's all we need. I mean, his contract is over this year in summer. So yeah, why we need to trade him? Why not signing him? We're not going to sign him. He's, I mean, you're going to give players for someone that is going to be free agent at the end of the season, and he and he might go. It's, if we're that's if we're question. hoping to that's make the question. playoffs, yes. All right, let's take the risk. That's all yeah, about all right. take the risk and make the team better. I like it. Of course. All right, all right. Okay, guys, thank you for listening. To this first part of the episode. Ryan is going to get those, um, not those, their fact, the fact of the of the episode. And then after that, we're going on straight up to the Instagram questions. And also, of course, thank you for sending all those questions and put us to think. I know it's hard, but let's get it. Yep. See you guys in the second part of the episode. Did you know that on January 16th, 2020, DeAndre Ayton became the youngest Suns player in history to record at least 20 points and 20 rebounds in a game? Now, back to the show.
Thank you everyone for listening to the best podcast in the whole internet, House of Phoenix Suns, Ryan and Carlos over here talking about what we won. Not frustrating, always hype, talking about the Suns, trades and all that kind of stuff, but this is my favorite part. I don't know about you. Instagram questions. Let's go with it. All right, so we're going to start off. Uh, Instagram questions submitted by Michael Maez. Will Kelly get traded? Hmm. Um, do you want to respond first? or You, you can go? go first on this one. I'll go All first right. next time. I know uh, I'm being consistent, saying that Kelly Oubre need to be consistent, making points and playing a whole season. I was saying that last year. And yeah, he's showing me, he's showing me that what he needs to do, he's doing it. So right now is not the best option because he's the second best player in our team after yeah, definitely. Devin Booker. Definitely. It's not Aiton, it's not Sarge, it's not it's Kelly. It's right? Kelly. And he's the and most consistent. Like DeAndre Ayton, like against the Knicks, obviously he had the better night. The but only he's not way consistent. the only way we can trade Ubre, which is gonna be really stupid, is for a big time player. Because you don't you don't want to think about the numbers. You have to think about the extra stuff. He yeah. got the personality. He got the energy. He's fun to watch. Look at now. Look at the Suns fans. So do you want to hear I something think, funny? I think I think a lot of player a lot a lot of fans are buying way more jerseys of oh, Kelly Oubre yeah. than any other player. Definitely. Maybe kind of like. Devin Booker. Yeah. They, they both, I see number I, three yeah, around a I lot. I agree. But So you want to hear something funny about Kelly yes. Oubre getting traded? Mm-hmm. So I saw this thing. Some page posted it saying that the Suns are engaged with talks with the Rockets for Kelly Oubre and Russell Westbrook. Well, man, I mean, that, that that's ridiculous. That's like, <laughs> like you're trading Westbrook that is... I don't know. He's a great player, Hall of Famer, but of course, no one wants him. Yeah, uh, and mean, it is just false. Like the reporter that they tagged came out and said, "Like that is not true. I've never Ryan, said that." Ryan, this is simple. We need to have players that fans love, and I say everyone loves Kelly, so he has yeah, to stay of course. forever. Will you trade him? Well, it depends. Oh, depends so on what you're I'm thinking about it. Yeah, so it, you're a trader. It depends like, on what we get in return. It depends on what. What we get in return, obviously. Also, if, if you get Kelly, you'll trade it. Well, of course, but if course. we trade Kelly Oubre for someone better than Kelly Oubre, like who? I'm doing it. Bradley Beal. Ugh, another guard. No. I'm doing it. Yes, sir. No. For Kelly Oubre, so you send him back to Washington? Yep, send him for back. For someone, man, that's like it's like. I know it's disrespectful. Washington, but. Washington for Kelly Oubre is like that kind of girl, that kind of person <laughs> that rejects you, don't give you the, the space to be you, and then you find another one that is great. It gives you the opportunity to show <laughs> and then who you, you are, and then you're sending him back? No, <laughs> yeah. thanks. Hey, it is Next what it question. is. Next question. All right. Uh, this is one is from Jay Sins 13 How many years until we are top 10 in the NBA? You go first. I say at most three years. <laughs> oh my god I uh, said two I said two Okay yeah see That's close And my I reasoning Is because Obviously we're only Getting better Devin Booker's having His best season so far And next year He should have his best season So far also Kelly Oubre is getting better John Drayton Has his moments He's getting better 
And then the rest of the team is still young and they're getting better. So that's kind of hard. When everyone's the getting better. Pick, the, when the first big half moments, mm, I mean, you need to have more than moments when you are the first pick. Of course. And it's about. I mean, Zion Williamson haven't played, but yeah, we're so not we going to talk about And that. then Fultz. Ben he's Simmons missed the whole season, but it's okay. Yeah. It is what it is. But he's coming back, actually, pretty soon. I think. For that question, my response is will depend on Devin Booker's future. Man, I got so I get I get so mad. Like I get so many non-fans uh, comments about Devin Booker is gonna leave. It's gonna leave. I'm not even I, worried about I that because in that. the past ten years, most of the NBA stars have moved. So yeah, why Devin Booker can't? I'm not saying he's gonna do it next next season, but. I think in two years we can be there just for the fact we have to be the same way as we did this year at the start. We just have to keep getting better. That's all. Yeah. I mean, Devin Booker is young. He's 23, but he's so mature. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. He's confident on what he's doing. He just get into the court, kill it, and go home. That's how you need to be. I know. But to be a top 10 team... On the NBA, it's kind of rough and, and more. It's going to be Western. difficult. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be difficult. But what I'm saying right now is the East is the conference of the future. You got so many good teams, and then West is always been good. But, but the yeah. East is so incredible right now. I mean, whoever is going to win the NBA Finals is going to be from the Western Conference. I'm telling you that now. You can I hold think, me to it. You can hold me to it. I mean, you got pretty good teams like the Lakers, Clippers, uh, even the stupid Rockets. Yeah. Um, I hate the Rockets. Man. Yeah, but we're getting off, hate the, off topic. Hate, uh, that's question. So this one is from M. Aragon 15. How is Alex Caruso above Devin Booker in all-star votes? The what, what was the question again? How is Alex Caruso above Devin Booker in all-star votes? Uh, because social media is good sometimes, and a lot of people, especially yeah. people younger than 13 years old, start a boat and, and wants to see Alex Caruso. The bald um, mamba. Being on top. The crazy part, he's fourth right now. Yeah, I know, I which know is crazy. How, like, which is crazy, but that doesn't mean anything. He's like, not going to get in. It's the same look, thing with Zaza Pachulia when he was look like at second. Donsage. Donsage got four million votes last year, and he wasn't an all-star. I think yeah. that was a disrespectful part, but he, yeah. Devin Booker to be an all-star, it's simple. He needs to start to win more games. That's it. And he's doing his best. He the One of the games I went to over winter break when I was back home, he literally willed the Suns to a victory when he hit back-to-back threes and then was locking up Vucevic. It was, yeah, it was he crazy. He's clutch. He is clutch. Yeah. Devin Booker is amazing. It's just... The league and the fans that are not supporters of the Suns, they know he can put the numbers. That's not that's and it, not it's a more about it's numbers. It's about, about winning, of course. It's about winning. I of always course. get the except well, Bradley Beal is being an all star and Washington haven't won in, in so long. You sound like it's just, Bill Simmons. Always talking about, oh, Devin Booker has to win. Devin Booker has to win. But it's true. All right, Devin Booker sh- uh, Devin Booker should shut up. Uh, Bill Simmons. I don't. It's like Stephen A. Smith trading Kuzma oh, yeah, for Booker. Funny. He needs to stay off the weed. 
That's no, funny. I mean, he's, he's so crazy. All right. All right so next one. Sticking with the Devin Booker topic, this one is from Daniel Edwards. Where does D Book rank in NBA players? There's so many good players. I think Devin Booker is not top 10, but he's top 20. I, I can agree with that. Yeah, he's not top 10 yet. No way. He's not top 10 because you have to think about LeBron. You have to think about Giannis. You have to think yeah. about... I mean, Kawhi is he's still arguably like top four shooting guard in the league. Yeah. For so, sure. that, which is pretty much top 20. The crazy part is it's all about winnings. If Devin Booker record right now, it's 30 and something. Well, yeah. I'm telling you, he, he should He'd be, be like top two. Yeah, MVP. MVP. Yeah. MVP. With the Suns. Oh, my God. But top 20, maybe like 14. Not, yeah. not that bad because Devin Booker is incredible. I mean, he hasn't won that much, but he is outstanding as an individual. So yeah. I'm not, I don't have to say anything wrong about him. I agree. I mean, yeah, I'd say top 20 also. That's, that seems realistic. Top 20, Do you top think he's five. better than Doncic? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I no. know we deal with it now, right? <laughs> yeah, we have now that. you change, right? <laughs> yeah. Now you change. But listen, just... I, I, when I, when we had the podcast, I said Devin Booker's better than Doncic right now, but Doncic will be better. We can go back and listen to it. That is true. I give you that. I, I promise. That. I said that, and I, I didn't think it would be this this quick, but I want Doncic to win MVP this year. Me too. That's my MVP. That's what I want. Yeah. It's not because I got two fantasy teams and I got him in both, mm-hmm. but I think he's going to be the NBA MVP if so. he's still putting those numbers because Giannis is ridiculous. Yeah, I agree. It's not that crazy. I mean, I, I, as long as it's, it's not, not LeBron, no, 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 it but, shouldn't but be LeBron. But for me, before, before we go to the last question, you don't think it's crazy that the MVP candidates are not Americans? That is crazy, yeah. And it's it it's good like, for the for the league, I think, in my opinion. It is good because you're giving the opportunity to everyone and all the people that comes next that are not from here from the states, yeah, are are going to tell themselves like, all right, we can do it. Exactly. We're confident, it, it, which it, is it makes it more global, which is good. Yeah, same as soccer. Basketball yeah. is going in the same way. Yeah, All exactly. Right, next question. Uh, last question was submitted by a, a friend of mine. He he just texted me it, um, and he said, "Did Aiton know that he was doing illegal substances?" And you go first. From what Aiton has said <laughs> and publicly said and everything, he did not know that it was like it's hard to explain. Like he he didn't know that he was taking it until like after, obviously. So. It was just a whole mess. He apologized. He didn't mean to do it. So I don't think he meant to do it. But what do you think, Carlos? I think I think he ugh, he might not. Because when I listen to him, he sounds like still a kid. Yeah. He's 21. It's an honest but, mistake. Yeah. And uh, maybe it's kind of hard because when you are a pro, you have seen – you have so many players – so many, not players, so many, so much people that try to like mentor you. Yeah. And it's kind of hard to trust. And if I'm the athlete and someone's going to tell me, hey, take this, this is for recovery, this is for. Yeah, be, you're going to do it. Yeah. You're going to do it. You're I would do it if take... I'm being honest. If one of my coaches was like, well, I'm telling yeah, you, I just feel like you. if it's Evan Booker, doesn't happen. 
Maybe not. Like I feel like he 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 thinks way more faster. Yeah. Than what is Aiton and. He got a lot of pressure. He's the first pick. He comes to a franchise that is trying to win, and he's trying to do his best. I he's know. Trying and to and make the I, and I have forgiven DeAndre. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't care. I just want him. I mean, it's all right. I, I don't care. I'm not gonna be focused on. Oh, he took this. He yeah, he, he went off 25, ga- 25 games. That's ridiculous. Yes, twenty five games. Too many but games. I think I think he he don't he don't know. It's just yeah. Learn it. Learn of it course. from, from and there, and, I, and that's it. I Just before we, we end the podcast, I wanted to ask all of you guys and, and you, Carlos, just give me right now who's winning the NBA Finals. Wow, so early. Yeah, I want to hear it right now, and then we can come back. Milwaukee Bucks. Okay. Milwaukee. No way. No way? No, the Lakers are winning it. Why? Because they got a lot of centers? As as much as it pains me to say, the Lakers are going to win. What is more what is more impressive about Milwaukee is their defense. They they I look really good. They look really good. In the good. regular they season. Look, yeah, but they have been through that couple years now, so I feel like they can deal with it. I want them to face Miami in the playoffs. So that means they're going to step up a little bit because Miami is great. I love it. I mean, I have the NBA League pass, and I watch the games. Yeah, and I'm me like, too. Wow, you, you see these guys. You see Jimmy Butler. You see Bama DeBio. Got it on the fantasy, too. I got Tyler Hero Jeez. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's great. But you got those teams like Sixers. I don't think they're going long enough. And Boston is great. I yeah. Mean, Boston but- is they're all really like they all look really good, but I'm telling you, if they were like, neither one of them are beating either the Lakers or the Clippers. Whoever, do you think the you don't think the Clippers can beat the Lakers in seven games? I don't series? think so. I don't think so. I, I watched the two games that they played. The Clippers won both of them, but it's just it's so difficult for them to guard well, all their centers. I will give you this. So difficult, and it was the same thing. Same thing. The Before the season started, I said that the Clippers were going to win the NBA Finals, but I've changed my mind. Last year, the Raptors beat twice Golden State Warriors. I bring that to the table, and it was like, that doesn't mean anything. It's a regular season. But then, when you see how the NBA Finals, boom. Yeah, but... It is something. Okay. I think the Clippers, they got the depth to deal with them. I feel like the, the Lakers can go to the Finals and win it all. But the Clippers are a team that is going to be hard to beat. And anything can happen. So, should we make a bet right now? That Lakers and, and Bucks. Lakers, Bucks? No, like, if the Lakers win, you have to do something. If the Bucks win, I have to do something. Well, if the Lakers win the championship, I will buy a Lakers shirt. Oh, jeez. I, I wouldn't want I wouldn't I don't want to waste my money on that because I already got I a Booker jersey and I wanted the Andre yeah, O'Kelly. But burn. If, if you no, made me no, buy a I mean, you put it. You put it and I say yes or no. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what I would want. I, think about it for next episode and I'll let you know. Well, if the Lakers win the championship, I will not support the Suns ever again. No, I'm not no. saying. No. No. That but, could be too hard. 
Yeah, it's fine. We'll figure that out later. But thank you guys for tuning in to another episode, what, six months later after the other one. But thank you guys for, for tuning in, and I really appreciate it. If you guys are following from House of Phoenix Suns on Instagram, make sure to keep following. If you're new, go check it out. And thank you guys for tuning in. Well, thank you guys for listening again. And this is just the start of a new season of House of Phoenix Suns podcast. Let's, Let's go. go.